Previously on Tabletop Trouble, the party stumbled their way through the ancient dwarving mines, encountering several obstacles during their journey. Rave, having encountered a monster from her past, was narrowly saved from being turned to stone by a caged basilisk. During a run-in with a giant purple worm that was trying to protect its babies from the party, Wiz was almost devoured by the creature. Then the party found themselves face to face with an old foe, the Inquisition Paladin, Turlis, who had taken their former escort Sarge captive as a bargaining chip. Turlis then tasked the party with fetching four keystones that would unlock the Beholder's chamber further in the ruins, and an unsteady alliance was formed. However, other agents were at play. The party encountered several members of the spy network known as the Eyes of the City patrolling the cave system eventually coming into contact with their mysterious masked leader who issued a warning before disappearing into darkness. So we open in this entrance to this ceremonial burial ground the braziers have now lit with fire, and the room is letting off a kind of ominous glow as the smell of this, this smoke begins to fill your nostrils. And as you look around, you can see banners of what appear to be legends that have been passed down of different dwarven warriors. And Rave, as you see this, you feel a seething, burning hatred, and you take an uncontrollable step forward with your arms out as you reach for the two handles that open this wide stone door that leads further into this tomb. Yes. <laughs> Rave, Rave, what are you doing? And Rave, you <laughs> grab these handles and you fling them open and you're standing in what appears to be a domicile, a house of some description. And in your left hand is a tall kite shield. And in your other hand is a mace dripping with blood and viscera. Do we see this? You do not. Whoa. I don't even use a shield, man. What What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you look around this room, confused as to these surroundings. Nothing that you had seen previously matches the decor of the room you're standing in. And as you move and look around, everything's kind of hazy. And as you turn back behind you, you are staring out into a burning village. And you can see soldiers running through this village, chasing people and attacking them. Can I do an inside check on myself? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 20. As you look down at your uh, body, you're wearing a set of heavy plate mail, uncharacteristic for something you would wear. And you look down at your hands and they're larger than yours. You are not in your own body. And as you focus on trying to figure out what this is, your body, again, takes a step forward. And you can see people laying on the ground in pools of blood and uh, another soldier stabbing into them. And he looks at you and he says, make sure they're dead. Captain wants no survivors. And then as he says, Captain, a name flashes in your mind. Kigarath. Do I know that name? Uh, you did I do, I read do that, that name in the arena, Kigarath, the Undying Champion of Sigmar, this city. Well, I'm in a memory, so why? As you're trying to say something, 
This memory is fighting against your impulses. Okay, then I'm, I walk forward. You take a step towards the opposite side of the room, away from where this other soldier was, and he wipes off his blade. And he says, wrap up in here, meet up at the next house. I'll see you there, Daisha. And that name has a familiarity to you, almost as if it belongs to you. I guess I look at a body. Yeah, as you go to to inspect the side of the room that he was talking about, he leaves and and vanishes beyond your vision, almost outside of the fringes of your memory. Ah, he ceases to exist when I'm not looking. Video game, (laughs) I get it. And as you go to inspect these bodies, it's the bodies of what appears to be a human family. You can see an older man with a a beard whose face is drenched in blood, Uh, a woman clinging next to him, uh, fear across her face in in her lifeless eyes, and then two children all splayed out on the ground. Are any of them alive? Uh, Make a survival check. Uh, Sorry, it'd be medicine, actually, if that's any better. That's much worse. Okay. That's, that's four points worse. Okay. Well, it got me a 12. You can see just by looking at the woman that is laying here, um, she is. there's no way she is alive. Um, the back of her head is, is bashed open as if it was hit with the uh, end of some sort of heavy, blunt object. The man, though, you can't tell by looking at him. He is drenched in blood, but you see no wounds on him. Well, they're dead, and I walk away. As you turn to walk... You feel something grab on your ankle. I scream. <laughs> As you scream and turn, you see this man weakly grabbing at your ankle. And he says, please, please, I see you. I see you. And you can tell he's not talking to this figure, but it's almost as if he's talking to you. What? He reaches into his cloak and pulls out something bundled in cloth and weakly sets it at your feet. Keep it safe. Don't let them get it. And he passes out. I, I pick up the bundle. Yeah, it's you pick it up. It's it's a rectangular bundle wrapped in cloth. Um, it's It's got a very hard feeling to it as you lift it up. Um, and you can hear kind of a rattling as you move it in your hands. It's a child. <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> based on everything you know about children, this does not appear to be a child in any description. <laughs> it's a metal child. <laughs> Baby cocoon. I want to leave. Uh, yeah, you take this uh, box. Are you, like, stashing it? Or are you just yeah. carrying it out? Hide it. Yeah, you stash it in your in your armor as you take a step to leave, uh, confirming at this point that everyone in this house is dead. And as you step outside, you can see signs of battle that have ravaged what appears to be this small village. And you can see other dwarven soldiers wrapping up in houses as they step away from their carnage, having slain their marks. I just went out of here. I mean, what do you want to do? You just want to try and break out of this memory? What do you guys think I should do? Um, do we see Rafe uh, after she opened the door? You see her fling the door open, but she seems like she's in some sort of daze. Uh, Kako uh, steps in front of her um, and then slaps her across the face. Uh, you can see as you step in front of Rave a similar effect to what you see when she meditates. Her eyes have gone totally white as if she's lost in some sort of trance. And you strike her across the face. Rave, make a wisdom saving throw. That's a five, chief. 
you feel like a, a sharp pain in your cheek, but it, it quickly dulls as it fades. I'm going to continue on to the next house. Yeah. As you begin to move, it's almost like this vision moves with you as you step through it. Uh, you hear screams in the distance. And then suddenly uh, a man steps out of a house. He is brushing blood off of his gauntlet. And you can see uh, him brushing what appears to be gore and viscera out of it. And he says, Ah, Daisha. And he takes a step towards you. And you recognize this man as Kigaroth. I want to hit him with my mace. You're just going to go hit him? <laughs> yes. Uh, right across the face. Yeah. Uh, you walk up and make an attack roll. Nine? Uh, you swing uh, in the direction of Kigaroth. He grabs your arm and pulls you in for an embrace. He says, playful tonight. <laughs> and you get a familial feeling from this dwarf. As if this were Daisha's husband. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a killer's wife. Did you find it? What they sent us here for? No. Damn it. The wise men said it would be here. They haven't steered us wrong yet. I must go confer with them. Why don't you wrap up? Go home to Kala. I'll see you when, when I get home. And your heart swells as he says Kala. Uh, and you get the impression that this is their child. And he he releases you from, from his embrace um, and issues some orders to, to some of the men to continue their search for the box. Also, how dare what's-his-face in the first house give me orders then? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> um, and you could see some of these uh, soldiers bringing out, like, jewelry boxes and different lock boxes that they've found in the houses. But he quickly tosses them to the side. And you, with this concealed box of some description tucked beneath your arm, step away and you hear words ring in your mind that say, I was not worthy. You are worthy. Mm. And as you step beyond the pale, you snap back into your body. And that seething hate begins to subside you see Kako winding up for a really big slap. And you see Kako <laughs> coming in for another slap. Are, are you going to slap me? No. Yeah. No. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to grab his hand. That's how they know I wake up. As he goes to slap are you me, gonna I'll grab resist, his hand. Or are you just going to let her grab your hand? I mean, I'm going to really go for it. <laughs> okay. Then, yeah, go ahead and both make dexterity checks. Whoever's going to be the highest is going to be the one. <laughs> I got a 21. There's literally impossible for me to beat that. <laughs> My dex is zero. Oh. <laughs> I got an 18. And uh, as you go and you see Kako's hand, you're just like a split second too short. And he smacks you across the face with a loud crack that echoes down this hallway. Kako, I, Jesus, man. I pin Kako to the ground. <laughs> well, I uh, See, she's awake now. Whoa, uh, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, make a strength check. 23. Can you beat that? No, I just, I just let it happen. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> Rave grabs you and like pulls your arm behind your back, pinning you to the ground, your face pressed against the hard stone of this hallway. And as you are breathing against oh. it, there's a thick layer of dust that covers this ground. Can I, <laughs> can I go run over between the two of them and be like, hey, hey, keep the peace. What's going on? I Rave, woke her up. Are you You're back? welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Are you having a clairvoyance thing again? I don't know what I was having. But 
I have been awake between 18 and 37 hours. I don't know how long we've been down here. <laughs> I I need a nap. And then I... Do you guys need a nap? I'm going to take a nap and then I'll explain everything. You just took a nap. Um, I mean, I don't sleep, but yeah, you should get some rest. As you say that, you actually all suffer one point of exhaustion. Oh. As time passes in these tunnels. You know, I think we're all a little on edge. I mean, Kako slept you at least four times before you woke up. <clears throat> four times! Yeah, you have like a big red mark oh. on your cheek. Um, it kind of just burns. It doesn't hurt, but you can feel like you've been smacked a couple times. Hey, when I woke up from my trance, did I have a box with me? No. Ah, damn it. So we're just going to do a short rest? Uh, yeah. well, it, a long it's rest take, will get rid of be exhaustion. Because yeah, really you guys are exhausted. Long, yeah. It's been at yeah. least a day since we... Oh, wait. At least a day. Yeah. Okay, so who's going to take first watch? Where are you guys setting up camp? Can we shut the door that we came in through? You could. Yeah, we can just barricade ourselves. Could we open the door bot like that we came in through again? You could. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So just somebody stick a flip-flop on the door. We'll just take a rest here. Yeah, and I'll make my guardian so he can keep watch over us. That too, and also you don't sleep, so you I'm can sorry, take all the watch. What? Yeah, I'll just I'll take all the watch. Just Casually rotate. drop guardian. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, I sup, sup bro. I have yeah. literally never guardian seen of this faith before. is dope. What you've never done this? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, have you done this? No, I've never done this. Oh, okay. So is this the first time we're all seeing this? Yes. <laughs> what, what does this guardian look like uh, a large spectral guardian appears and hovers for the duration in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within range the guardian occupies that space and is indistinct except for the gleaming sword and shield emblazoned with the symbol of your deity uh, any creature hostile to you that moves within a space within 10 feet of the guardian for the first time on a turn must succeed on a deck saving throw Creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The Guardian vanishes when it has dealt a total of 60 damage. And it lasts for eight hours. All right, so none of us have to take watch. Your Guardian will just do the work. Long rest. More or less. Ooh. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, damn. All right, so we're taking a long rest. Chill. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Whiz. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who it was going to be after you rolled the <laughs> dice, you know, it's just, okay. Wiz is kind of just napping right now against the wall, probably leaning close to Lessa. Yeah, you lean against this wall and slowly drift to sleep, and you begin to feel as though you're floating, and you feel the wall behind you give way as you have this weightless sensation wash over your body. That's really not odd for me. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like this is like a trip. Uh, so. Yeah, I kind of just let this happen. As, um, I feel like, you know, it's, oh, it's a good sensation, you know, to feel like I'm weightless again. Just call him Nelly Furtado because he's like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fly away. And I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> 16. You have done a pretty good job in the past couple weeks of suppressing those voices that you've been hearing in the back of your mind. <laughs> Wait, um, I never got that checked yeah. out. 
<laughs> Arc one, everybody, go back and listen to it. It'll it'll wow Woo! you. That's a, that's a throwback. Then, then come back to this timestamp and then start listening again. Um, but tonight, those voices are especially restless, and you begin to feel as if they're almost shouting over you. I kind of open my eyes and look around. Can I do that? As you open your eyes, you don't see any signs of your companions. You're alone. And you're floating in darkness. There's no light anywhere around you. And as you open your eyes, the voice is quiet. Except for one. Well, well, well. It's cheery, wonderful whiz. Was wondering if you were going to answer the calls. I mean, to whom do I have the pleasure... Of speaking with. Oh, darling, I am beyond names, beyond titles. For some, I'm pain. For others, regret. For most, I'm a mercy. Well, right now, you're disturbing my sleep. So, (laughs) I'll just call you annoying. Whatever it is that, that suits your... Mortal ways to call me whatever you want. I'm more intrigued by you. Well, I am very interesting. Oh, yes. The child abandoned in the fae. No mother, no father. Left alone to die in the forest. Well, then you kind of got your facts wrong, because I do have a dad. Maybe he, he raised you, but haven't you ever wondered about your birth? Eh, doesn't really concern me all that often. Just kind of looking for my dad right now. You know, took care of me. I want to take care of him. But sometimes he kind of wanders off. I I know. He's all off on his own. None of his sons to help him. Poor Wiz abandoned yet again. Well, you see. Absolutely delicious. (laughs) And I'm not alone. I have my friends. Oh, yes. The stranger you met in the tavern, the man filled with light. And the monster who hunts monsters. Such good company you surround yourself. Hey. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. Are you the monster who hunts monsters? Yeah. Or you- I'm not a man you met in a tavern. Am I a man? I said he- stranger. Oh, whatever. Uh. Oh, shit. You are the monster. <laughs> yeah, wow. But also, I'm still offended. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought he was talking about Sukal. I'm majorly <laughs> offended. This lady's telling me that I got no parents. No nobodies. Or friends. That's yeah. bullshit. It's so sweet that someone who's been abandoned by everyone who has ever loved them has found company. It's, oh, it's so delicious. Oh, you forgot about everybody else I met along the way that I care about. Oh, trust me, I haven't forgotten about a thing. Is this lady like a faceless voice? You don't see anything. You just hear the voice coming from the void. Well, you are as much annoying as I had first presumed. (laughs) Such cutting words you have. (laughs) So clever. (laughs) Um... Basically, Wiz is going to assume that I'm also in some kind of trance right now in state, and I'm going to try to slap myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, go ahead and I mean, you're just slapping yourself. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to roll anything. You 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 hit yourself. Oh. Um. Yeah. Hey. You you smack yourself aside the face, and this voice begins cackling in a giddy manner <laughs> as you strike pain across your face. Well, she you're says, really getting a kick out of this, aren't you? <laughs> she says, wonderful, wonderful. And you can feel this voice trembling as you strike yourself. I need an adult. <laughs> I, I want to go home. <laughs> Stranger um, danger. They didn't ask for consent before bringing you into their kink. This, this isn't a sexual thing. This is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely this is, some kind of kink. It's not. This voice is just clearly deranged. Well, I'll fucking say. <laughs> Does it hurt to feel the pain like the pain you caused on Rock? Murderer? The thing is, he murdered a lot more. Oh, such a brute, I know. Well... Why don't you get off to that instead of me hitting myself and let me go back to sleep? Oh, no, I have no qualms about you killing Onrock. It was about time after a couple thousand years that he takes a little bit of a nap. You guys have done a good job keeping him safe in the meantime. What do you mean? Oh, you can't be that thick. You think you could kill, a, in his words, a god? Can he wasn't lying when he offered you a seat at eternity. Can I make up? A- Insight check? I just want to see what the hell she might be insinuating. Um, yeah. 18. Um, based on how she's talking and how she's mentioned immortality and eternity, uh, it sounds as if Onrock has abilities similar to a lich, in that even if their physical body is destroyed, they will eventually come back. Great. Not really looking forward to that reunion. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. You have bigger problems. He was only one of us. I'm sorry, wait, uh, how many more? Like, three, two... How many cycles has it been at this point? Mm, seven, eight... They're so easy to lose count after eons. So, eight other Onrocks. Oh, no. He's the only Illithid to be a member of our community. Well, I wouldn't really call a grouping of killing murderers a community... Because that more or less symbolizes friendship. That's what I'm about. You're right. The words friend in relation to that freak taste like dirt in my mouth. Oh, so you didn't like him either? Oh, no. Like I said, he was a brute. I'm precise. Delicate. But I've taken a particular interest in you. You've been touched, after all. I mean, like, I understand that I was touched... Can you show me on the stall where you were touched? <laughs> um, Stop feel, making this sexual. You see, like, half a dozen hands, spindly arms of pure darkness reach out of this uh, darkness and begin to pull you. Uh, and you feel no. as if you're floating. Can I try to resist? Make a strength check. They're safe. <laughs> no, you really Oh damn, seventeen. <laughs> um you fight off a couple of these hand these hands, but as you swipe away one of them, two more leap out of these shadows and begin pulling you in this direction. Where is it dragging you to? You see this void begin to open up in front of you, and you're staring into the depths of space, staring once again at this large mass that is reaching out towards planets. And snuffing them of light. 
Oh, I remember this. Is if this is the place, and I kind of like speak up so that if the lady is still listening to me, you see the lady now. Oh, floating about twenty feet in front of you. She's dressed in a black cloak and. She has a very manic smile cracked across her face, and she appears to have like what looks like makeup, but it's running down in black streaks as if she's crying black blood. For, I guess, clarity's sake, uh, we'll refer to this woman as Pain, and she tilts her head at you. Don't you remember? And she gestures towards the being behind you. I do remember. Then you are enlightened, chosen. Uh, and you're still annoying, so I would honestly rather prefer not seeing this because it's really fucking with my head right now. Um, yeah, you turn to look away and she says, Oh, gaze upon it. It'll be unavoidable soon. That's just what you like, isn't it? It's not what I like. I have no pleasure in the bringing pain and misery to other people. No, I mean, it seems quite the opposite. Well, agree to disagree, I suppose. Uh-huh. I'll see you again soon. And this time when you're offered eternity, I'd recommend taking it. And everything fades. But as you shoot up, you hear that laugh again as it echoes and disappears. Is everybody else sleeping? Yeah. You see Isaac meditating in the corner. You see the guardian poached up. Well... I guess I'm just going to spend the rest of the night just kind of trying to restlessly sleep again. But every time I feel like I'm nodding off, Wiz just startles like himself awake, unable to kind of keep that restfulness, apart from the usual drugs and shit. Yeah, for the most part, like, you've done a good job suppressing these, um, but it does affect you every now and then. Honestly, did it look like it was getting bigger, the thing that was consuming planets? If it if it's moving at all, it's moving very slowly. I'm not going to wake anybody up and go back to sleep. Sure. As the night goes on, Isaac, you are eventually broken out of your trance by the sounds of heavy footsteps coming from outside. And then you hear a voice that says, I'm telling you, I smell smoke. It's a fucking volcano. What do you expect? There's fires everywhere. He's like, no, fresh fire. And he, you can hear like a loud... <laughs> They walk past this door. You hear the footsteps grow quieter as they just walk past. And you go back to meditating. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Remember that time that wisdom was my dump stat? Is wisdom your dump stat? Wisdom is my dump stat. Oh, I thought you were a wisdom boy. That's a four. A four. That's a five with a negative one. You begin to lose yourself in your meditation. And as you focus on centering yourself and finding that light inside of you, you feel as if you've left your surroundings. And when you shock awake, you're surrounded, bathed in light, sitting on what appears to be clouds from what you can tell. But you're sitting in a stone structure that's almost built on top of these clouds. Um, what I like, try to part a little bit of the cloud just to see like if you you begin to like me. push the clouds out of the way but almost as soon as you do the clouds in the room rush to refill this spot and you're not able to peek through them um and you hear a voice and says 
Well, calm yourself. You're all right. Hello? From, like, the corner of this room, an old woman steps out, begins to stir what appears to be, like, a pot of some sort of food in the center of the room. Uh, drifted off a little bit, didn't you? Where am I? Oh, I assumed you would be familiar with this place. After all, she is the one who provided you with your light. Haven't you ever wondered where it comes from? Of course, but I still don't understand. She looks you up and down. She says, she gave you more than she bargained for. You're somehow able to cross between the planes. So this place is, it's not our world? This is the home of the goddess of light. We're not sure how we came to be, but we took up residence here. But what does that make her? She is kind of a figurehead of sorts. Or at least she was. She fled from this land long ago, only came back recently. However, far weaker than she was the last time we saw her. Wait, she's here? She's here somewhere. She keeps disappearing, claims to be on the search for some sort of shifting of the planes. Like, start rubbing my bracer yeah as you like rub your bracer the runes on your bracer are like shining with light i don't know what to say i thought she was dead no but when she came back she was much weaker i would say half dead but something in her heart kept her holding on i'd show her my bracer if if you can help her please it's not up to me to help her child I believe that she's holding herself back. From what? She's scared of responsibility. She just wants to be with you. This is a lot. <laughs> You're telling me you just appeared in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, I... I'm so sorry. It's alright. I'm not upset about it. I'm just quite impressed that you have the ability to drift like this. To be truthful, I'm still not 100% certain how... I'm able to do things like this. You should be careful. You're emitting powerful energies when you do. Well, how do I leave? <laughs> I don't know much more about it than that. I've lived my whole life in this side. Um, are there any, like, other doors? Yeah, there's a, a door right behind you that, like, appears to lead out. It's got a small window that's being filled with light. Uh, and I bow to her and says, I'm sorry for the intrusion, and... Thank you. Pay no mind. It's, it's all right, child. You step outside, and you can see off in the distance more of these structures that are built on top of the clouds. And beneath you is what appears to be a black sea that reflects twilight off of it. But as you look around, it's nothing but pure light around you. Or is there, like, space in between each of these yes. clouds? It's like okay. as if, if each one is built on its own island of clouds. Are they close enough that... They would be traversable by conventional means? No. Well, maybe I can get back the same way I got here. Um, and I sit down, try to focus. Yeah, you sit down and you meditate. And as you do, like, your bracer glows brighter and brighter, as if you're super funneling light through you just from being in this place. That's making me nervous. Um, you begin to, like almost feel like you're overcharging this light. And I need you to make a uh, make a charisma saving throw then. Okay. 
Um, 14. Yeah, you feel this light overflow within you, and you feel the clouds kind of warble beneath your feet, and suddenly a beam of light strikes you, and the clouds beneath your feet part, and you begin to fall towards this ocean beneath you. Uh... Um, yeah, you begin to rapidly fall and the wind whips off of you, kind of sending you tumbling down towards this cosmic ocean that lies a couple thousand feet beneath you. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. And you just keep falling until you don't. And you are caught by something. Oh. As you steady yourself, you are on the back of a massive white dragon. And you hear a voice uh, yell back to you. It says, are you fucking insane? <laughs> and you recognize this voice. <laughs> this is Lucina. Ah! <laughs> it's your girlfriend. Oh my God. She saved your ass with a dragon. Is your girlfriend the dragon? Um, I'm, I cling to this creature. Uh, wait, Lucina? Yes. Wait, she's the dragon. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> she's actually the dragon? Isaac's dating a dragon? Nice. That seems illegal. <laughs> you, you don't get to ask questions right now. What are you doing here? I don't know how I got here. Better question. You're alive? We spoke in the forest. I thought you. there was just a ghost or my crazed mind coming up with images. That's kind of sweet. But no, I'm alive. I'm not sure how, but I'm here and you're there. Well, you were there. Yeah, I just, I was just doing my meditation and I grin kind of goofily at her. <laughs> she shoots you an upset face, but you can see that her exasperation kind of melts as she looks at you. <laughs> and she flies down to a, to one of these clouds. There's no structures built on this one. Um, she sets you down before she begins to glow in a light and transform into a more humanoid appearance and you see her and she's got a almost immaculate appearance much nicer than anything you saw when she was in the material plane as if this place is just naturally enhancing every aspect of her i um i take a moment to like check myself make sure i didn't like lose a body part or something she um, punches you on the arm as you do and she says you're not dead yet oh ow <laughs> I stare at her for a moment before my eyes start kind of welling up. Oh, oh, here it comes. And she hugs you. <laughs> I can't. I don't even have words right now. Well, you could start by, I don't know, saying hello. <laughs> it's been a while. It's good to see you. Just pretend I said all those things just right now and I'm going to keep doing this. She, she laughs at you. Wait, and I back up a little bit, starting to process what's happening. You're a dragon? Surprise! I mean, I'm not a... I'm me. I just can do that. You know, I guess I shouldn't be super surprised after all the weird shit I've seen the last year and a half. Did you just assume that I was a person who had magic light powers? I mean, mom had all those crazy things thrust on her, so I guess that wasn't the weirdest thing I've seen. It's the new anime coming out. Surprise, my girlfriend's a dragon. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's probably real Living life with dragon girls. <laughs> dragon dating simulator. Um, I start, I start to kind of ponder for a moment, and then I frown at her. 
Why didn't you just let me take that for you? And what, let you just die there? It would have been better than seeing you get hurt after all of that. Yeah, but I'm okay. I didn't know that at the time. I'm sorry, but I didn't want to lose you. How do you think I felt? But it's okay. I'm still here. Well, I'm here. You're there, but... I mean, am I? I don't know where you are. It's like you're lost between these two worlds. I keep seeing you at the the forest. Yeah, Uncle found me there somehow, but... Wait, Uncle? I thought your family was all dead. Well, uh, he's not really my uncle. He was a close family friend, Alfred. I think I mentioned him to you before. If you did, it doesn't. It didn't stick. I'm sorry. Somehow he found a way in, and I still don't know what it is. Maybe he can help you then. Wait, this old woman I met, she she said you're struggling? It's what we talked about last time. There's something happening. Our planes are drifting apart. We need to stop it. Sure, but she made it sound like I was weighing you down. She doesn't know what she's talking about. We just need to stop the planes from shifting. And stop whatever is causing it. I hold out my arm. Don't you think you need this more than I do? I need you to find out on your end why this is happening. I can search this realm, but I need you to be my eyes on the other side. I can't go back. Not yet. Not while the planes are falling apart. So I have to go back? If you stay here and just live the rest of our lives, eventually all light will disappear. We'll be left in darkness. There are more days ahead of us, but we have to do this first. But that's what you get when you date a dragon. And she smiles. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh is in character. <laughs> this is what, what happens when you meet on Match.com. <laughs> she says, I have searched through the legends on my side. And I think I have a lead. They talk about seven shards of light that can be used to seal our worlds back together. And how would I go about finding them? You're a smart adventurer. You're naive and a little foolish, but you're headstrong. And your heart's in the right place. I know you can do it. I mean, I, I can't say no. I know you can't. I have that power. <laughs> <laughs> But just remember, things are going to... And you fall back. And as you open your eyes, you are back in the room with your guardian and your friends sleeping. And I start silently crying to myself. Damn. That's, that's fucking rough. Found out your girlfriend's a dragon and not dead in the same day. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> All right, there's only one person left in this group who hasn't been fucked with tonight. Yay! No, Lessa. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Oh, shit. Also, the DM. Oh, do me again. Um, Yours is not quite as... um, You're not pulled into a dream or (laughs) lost in a vision or pulled into darkness. You wake up to the sound of furious scratching on paper. I roll over and look at Lessa. Uh, her bedroll is empty as you look over at where she was sleeping, and you can see the door that leads further into the long hallway that 
rave originally opened is cracked and there's light bleeding through mm. that hallway. Uh, I quietly get up and walk over there. Yeah, you walk out to this hallway and you can see Lessa pacing, writing now notes in one of her notebooks and she then tears out a piece of paper and throws it aside and begins taking new notes. Um, and you can tell she's got a kind of frustrated look about her. Lessa. Lessa. <laughs> um, she, she's just lost in her pacing and scrawling. Uh, I'm going to walk in front of her mid-pace. Uh, yeah, she actually just bumps right into you. <laughs> uh, she's, oh, oh uh, sorry. Uh, I must have been focused on something. I can see that. What are you doing? Uh, well, this place confuses me. What do you mean? Well, so you see these carvings here, and she begins to like point to some of these dwarven carvings that are depicting various battles. She says, this, this I, I recognize, um, but she walks further down. She, she says, but the further I go, the less sense these carvings make. It doesn't match any carving style I'm familiar with. Well, that's odd. I know, and she says, look, look at this. Um, and she leads you down the hallway, almost to where the intersection is at the end of it. Mm. Um, you can see these battles get darker. You can see what appears to be hands reaching out from the sky and picking up people off the battlefields. And eventually, the carvings just disappeared a flat obsidian. Well, that is somewhat gruesome. And that's not it. And she runs to the other side. She says, this is land. And as she walks up, you can see waters rising from beneath the earth and eventually engulfing everything until it again fades to blackness. What happened here? What's going on? What? I mean, we don't know how long the Beholder's been here. It could have had some influence on the people who made these things. She, she breathes a sigh of relief. She says, okay, no, that, that makes sense. Maybe he tricked them or made, put visions in their head. Maybe this isn't real. Maybe none of this stuff is real. Are you worried about your water powers? She looks at the wall of water, and you can see, like, grief wash over her face. She says, I'm, I guess I'm just scared. Why would they be talking about water? It's unclear. I don't like unclear. No, but, I mean, the best way to resolve it is just to figure all this out. She says, I've been trying to. And she gestures to the ground, and you can see hundreds of pages ripped out of her journal. Uh, as you look at her, she looks like she hasn't slept at all tonight. Just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, of course. You don't have all of the pieces yet. This is one painting made by a madman several hundred years ago or whatever. Make a persuasion check. It's a four. Despite your best efforts, um, <laughs> you can see Lessa feign a look of encouragement, um, but you don't need an insight check to tell that this is distressing her kind of slumps against the wall and sets her journal to the ground. Okay, I'll just go with the flow. I taught her that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, to an extent, but we're going to figure this out. I mean, all the fear you have regarding your powers can only be resolved by learning more, practicing. Yeah, that's what I've been taught by Avis. Yes. Because even if there are some deep, dark mysteries behind why you can do what you do, it doesn't matter if you can overpower them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that advice to heart. Um, thank you, Kako. You look very tired. Very tired. 
Would would you like me to ask Rave to clock you over the head so you can get some sleep? I think that if Rave were to clock me over the head, she probably would overdo it. She's very strong. <laughs> I snore a little, just... <laughs> <laughs> well, you should get some rest. Okay. And she leans against the wall, and you can see her eyes shut. Are we still in the hallway? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to pick her up and carry her back to her bedroll. Yeah. Oh, the orb is glowing again. That must mean my patron. The voice from beyond has more to ask of his most beloved warlock. In case you've forgotten, I am Marbles, the update warlock, coming at you from my study. I have received more information regarding a podcast, whatever that is, called Tabletop Trouble, and here it is. First off... We have passed 300 followers on our Twitter.com profile page. I don't know what any of those words mean, but 300 of anything is a lot. It says if you want the most up-to-date news, follow us at Tabletop Trouble and tweet using the hashtag TroublePod. What are these words? In celebration of 300 followers, we are doing an art giveaway. If you miss out on this one, hold tight. We do giveaways on many major follower milestones. So if you want the opportunity to win free shit alongside whatever memes we're sharing, follow us. We are also getting close to 2,000 downloads as well. So we would really appreciate it if you share our show around or give us a rating on the podcast app of your choice. It really helps us spread the word, so if you want to be a hero to dear old marbles, help us out. As always, our theme music is Light Years From Home by Andromeda. Their track is essential to giving this show the sound we are going for, so support the artist at andromeda.bandcamp.com. Oh, my communication orb is starting to fade, so I shall once again return to my liminal state between existence until I am called upon by my glorious patron again. Enjoy the adventure! So, we've had a pretty long, sleepless night. Oh, I slept very well. <laughs> That's true. I felt God in this in this tunnel tonight. You, I mean, as you see, Wiz half wake up. He looks really rough. Bags under his eyes. He's muttering. He's like, <laughs> super annoying. Just oh, Wiz, you okay, buddy? Huh? What? Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, why are your eyes all red? Turn away. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I I wouldn't worry about anything. My eyes go really big. I need everyone to subtract one magic water out of their bags. Uh, Oh, right. We're ready to keep going down this long, dark hallway. Yes. I suppose I will take the lead. That might be for the best. I'm going to pull out my ever-burning torch, though. All right. I am going to, now that we're all rested, I am going to explain to everybody what happened, what I saw. You saw Crazy Visions, too? Two? I mean, <laughs> never mind. Don't worry about it. Wiz, do you have something to share? No. I'm going to lean over to listen. She's like, keep an extra eye on the Wiz man. 
<laughs> Bless is still asleep. Oh. Should wake we her not up? wake her? <laughs> you go to wake her up and she kind of like swats at your hands. No. Okay. <laughs> I pick Lessa up. I'll just carry her. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to slow your movement. So you're going to be at the back of the party. That's fine. Yeah, you guys make your way towards this hallway, uh, which is where you guys left last night. You can see the murals on either side of the wall of the tunnel that Lessa was stressing over the previous night that Kako knows about. Is there still like paper all over the ground? Yes. What's with all the paper? Nothing. Okay, Lessa, now I'm more curious. Lessa was just studying. Oh, okay. Now I'm less curious. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> Are you investigating the papers at all or just shuffling past um, them? No, I'll pick one up on the way through. Just you know, I, should, I should probably also pick one of these, <laughs> a couple of these up, just to make sure there's nothing like fucking crazy in here. Kako, the paper you pick up, it's pretty innocuous as you look it over. It's theories about what these walls could mean, but it's heavily scribbled out um, in frustration. But the paper that you pick up, Isaac, in big stroked letters, just says the word "drown" written on it. Well, um. Do you bring this to my attention? I look back at Lessa. Yeah, she's totally asleep. I crumple it up and toss it aside. Cool. Let's just oh, ignore good. this major red flag and oh. move right on. <laughs> this will come back to bite the party in the ass much <laughs> later. Put all these Chinese flags in this room. <laughs> okay, so we forward on. Yeah, you guys make your way down to the end of this hallway, well past the point where these walls just turn to flat obsidian and the carvings end. And you find yourself at an intersection in this tunnel. Directly ahead of you is a, another set of those fancy double doors. Again, depicting pretty grotesque battles. You can see a dwarf holding the head of one of their enemies in a victory cry. And on the other one, you can see what appears to be a dwarf that has severed their own arm. Are dwarves always this graphic? No, they just get really excited when they win one war or something. Uh, to the immediate left of you, it's a pretty plain set of double doors, but there's nothing that stands out about them. Mm -hmm. And then to the right, the tunnel crumbles away. It, it's like taken over by cave, as if the tunnel was never finished down this way. I peek open the big double doors. Yeah. You carefully slide this double doors open, and it's a small room, probably no more than 20 feet across. Flat stone walls on either side, and another set of double doors further in. I scan for monsters of any kind. Make an investigation check. It's 26. Uh, yeah, you wow. look over this room, and you can see what appears to be a seam that runs down the center of the floor. And drop it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> revealing some sort of trap in this room. Um, are there any decently hefty stones nearby? Uh, probably in that cave that you saw previously. Okay, I'm gonna put a finger up to everyone, just like wait here one second. And I'm gonna go grab a stone that like fits in the palm of my hand. Yeah, I'm gonna come back to the door and I'm just gonna throw it into the middle of the room. You walk out to this cave. Um, in the darkness, though, you can hear a shuffling sound coming from this direction and it's pretty loud as if there's numerous beings shuffling in the darkness do you think i could identify the shufflers from the cadence make a survival check with advantage Boop. okay it's a uh, 16 
you push uh, into this cave just a little bit, keeping your distance from the sound, and you can hear what sounds like the creaking of bones and a slight groaning coming from this area. You could pretty faithfully deduce, uh, just by your experience, some kind of undead has uh, taken up residence in this tunnel. Okay. Uh, I'm going to quietly return to the group. I'm going to look directly at Isaac and be like, there's undead that way, so prepare whatever kind of not cleric-y holy shit you've got going on. Are you still fixated that he's a cleric? He's uh, bright and gets in my way sometimes, so he's basically a cleric. (laughs) I don't know whether to be offended by that or... It's like You know what, never mind. (laughs) It's like he's never heard of death or grave clerics before. (laughs) Look, Kako doesn't associate with the religiously inclined, is all I'm going to say. So yeah, I'm going to throw this stone into the middle of this room. Yeah, you heft this stone over to the room that you've noticed is trapped, and as you hurl the stone into it, it doesn't do anything for about two seconds before the entirety of the floor swings open and this rock tumbles down into a pit. And as you peek over the corner, you can see that this pit is lined with spikes. Spike it. So, this is a death pit. Uh, is there any way that I can see that we might be able to get across? You can see that there is about a uh, two foot, like right beyond the door, where it doesn't swing open. And then similarly, right before the other door, it's two feet. So, there's about 25 feet between both sides that you'd have to make your way across. I can technically jump that distance. However, I'd rather not. You can fly. I can Should make a portal it? for I just got back all my spell slots. Oh, yeah. Do you have Dimension Door? I have Arcane Gate. Oh, even better. Um, Okay, yeah, I'm going to cast Arcane Gate. You create link teleportation portals that remain open for the duration. Choose two points on the ground that you can see, one within 10 feet of you and one point within 500 feet of you. A circular portal 10 feet in diameter opens over each point. If the portal would open in the space occupied by a creature, the spell fails and the casting is lost. So, yeah, I guess one will just place, like, at a safe distance before the threshold of this room, and then the other one will place as close to the door as possible. Yeah, without it'd, it'd being be like, pretty tight, but yeah. yeah. So you summon these portals, one uh, in the hallway, uh, directly before these double doors open, and another right on the edge of where Kako saw that the floor swing open. And you step through and safely appear on this threshold. Yes. Watch your step. Uh, if it's safe to go through, Wiz is going to follow right behind him. Yeah. Same. I mean, not so much that we're like crowding on this platform. At this point, with the three of you, it's starting to get pretty yeah, crowded. Yeah, I mean, I'm, as they're uh, coming across, I'm going to open the doors. Yeah, you swing these doors open. In the next room, you could see what appears to be a large burial chamber. You could see a center platform with a statue resting on top of it and various decorative pillars on either sides of the statue. And then entombed, you can see elegant-looking stone casks. So this is like a, a central crypt kind of area? Yes. Is everybody safely across? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, more or less. Can I go look around at some of these crypts? Yes, I will also do that. Yeah, uh, I need the both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't check for traps in this one. <laughs> oh, no. That should have been pretty obvious, but... I got a 14. I got a check 15. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a big F. <laughs> I, I don't have that many dice. <laughs> <laughs> 
not a good thing. I am. I. Uh, what? So, as you step into this threshold, you feel another pressure plate beneath both your feet give way. And a burst of fire shoots out from both sides of this door, incinerating the area around it. Wiz, you notice just in time enough to slip past this fire and only manage to catch like half of your body in it. And you take 11 points of burning damage from that. Kako, you do not notice until it is too late. And this explosive fireball washes over you as you stumble off of this platform and you take 22 burning damage. Fuck. Yeah, guys, why didn't we look for traps? I look for traps. I didn't think about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this one is not el- as elegant as the previous one. It just appears to be a large, probably the size of the hallway by five feet pressure plate that if you step on causes these fire spouts to shoot out at you. Hey guys, <laughs> don't step there. I'm going to take my other two greater potions of healing. We should check for more traps. Yeah. Yes. Before I even take another step forward, I'm going to check to see if there's any more traps that look like more pressure plates. Um, Same. Yeah. Go ahead and make investigation checks. I got an 18. You got a 22. 15. 12. Uh, everybody but Isaac, you look around this room. You don't see any more signs of any traps. Uh, as you look ar- across this room, it's probably about 100 feet across and probably about 50, 60 feet in depth. And you could see probably about a dozen stone casts lining this room with space in between them. Uh, little memorials and plaques engraved with the names of the entombed in front of them. The head memorial appears to be a statue of some sort of dwarven warrior. He has a big smile across his face and a warhammer uh, over his shoulder and he's kind of holding his belly as he's letting out like kind of a laugh. And then to the direct right of you is another caved-in tunnel and you can see corpses of dwarves, probably about eight of them, but they're just skeletal remains at this point and they are all clinging to like digging tools. I guess Les and I are going to go to the, the big tomb. Sure. I'm going to go over and investigate the dead bodies and see why they got left behind. Or kind of like loot their stuff, see what they have. I'm going to go check out the statue. Okay, so you're going with Kako and Lessa? Yeah. I'll go with Wiz then. All right. So we'll go with Wiz and Ray first. You guys make your way over to this cave-in. It looks as though these dwarves were trying to dig their way out of this tunnel until something killed them. They're just basically skeletal mummified remains at this point. They don't look uh, frantic in any other way, like they're running away from something specific, or they just kind of like slumped over. They're all like face down on the ground, and they're all facing the direction of this tunnel. That is caved in. Kako's gonna kind of like shout from across the room. Do they have bite marks? Yeah, can I kind of scour like anything that they might have on them? Yeah, as I said, most of their belongings have long since given to time and rot. As you dig through, they're they're not like dressed in anything fancy. Their clothes are very commoner uh, clothes. It doesn't appear that these were warriors by any description, but you don't notice anything super of note as you dig through their clothes until you get to one of these dwarves he has his hands over his chest as if he's clutching something. I kind of try to peel away at his bones. Uh, yeah, make a strength check for me. Oh, yeah. Pray for my poor dead fingers. <laughs> Two. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I help kind of just start by rattling like, just like bones. <laughs> reaching my arm over and just 
pulling. Oh, you did it, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you go to uh, pry whatever this is out of these mummified hands. And as you do, like you hear the cracking and breaking of, of the fingers as they let go. And you mm. still have bits of hand clung to this envelope that they're holding. I want to read it. You open this envelope, whatever this is, it appears to be written in metal, as if it was carved into it. I thought you were saying the language that I hadn't heard of. <laughs> no, it's written in metal. Hardcore, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't speak metal. Um, but it, the language is written in, in an ancient Dwarvish. I s- can read Dwarvish. I can't speak it. Me too. Then I can, I read, can read over Liz's shoulder. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're reading you both read over this metal engraving and it appears to be whoever wrote it wrote it to be preserved but it still has very frantic language as if it was carved in a hurry the top line just reads betrayal we have been forsaken the skies bleed the oceans rise spiders attack our home the beholder has forsaken us to whomever finds this, learn from our mistakes. And then the tape ends, and it says, please turn to side B. <laughs> you flip it over, there's nothing on the back. Oh, God, I was betrayed. Oh, God. <laughs> so you kind of see Wiz reading over the paper. He's kind of like reading it out loud, speaking to himself. He's like, spiders. Spiders? While Wiz is very focused on spiders, I'm just going to, like, tickle the back of his neck. Hey. <laughs> I kind of, like, shoot you away, and I start getting really jumpy and, like, twitchy. Oh, no. <laughs> Wiz, make an intelligence check for me. What are your good stats if everything so far has been your bad stats? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a four. A four? <laughs> Rave, make an intelligence check for me. It's a 12. You will note that this is not the first strange body that you found in these tunnels. You know, this is not the first strange body we've found. <laughs> Remember the guy in the hole? Yeah. Who had yeah, the boots? Yeah, this is a crypt. It's a tomb. Right. We find a lot of bodies. But usually in a crypt or a tomb, the bodies are put there on purpose, not... And I, I gesture. In the Fae, we just kind of leave people on the ground and they get enveloped by the fungus in the forest and stuff. Yeah. Usually an abandoned corpse means it wasn't... Uh, Good or natural. Right. Nothing good or natural has happened since I've come here. I don't know what you're getting at. So the common denominator is you. <laughs> I'm the problem? And I yell over to Kaka, Wiz did it! I wasn't here a thousand years ago. I'm 26. <laughs> uh, Kako, Isaac, and Lessa are looking over this statue. Uh, who speaks Dwarvish? Uh, I do. Speaks I have eyes of the runekeeper. Um, yeah, you look over this memorial and it says Brogity Fellhammer uh, what a guy Good old Brogity. who laughed in the face of death and laughed at life hmm. I'm gonna covertly look for evidence of any water damage in this tomb yeah make a survival check for me it's a four if there were any water damage that you could make note of it's long been covered in dust and you don't notice anything I'm gonna Pocket the little metal sheet in yeah. my bag of holding. Um, oh, finally! <laughs> Could you just not start talking all of a sudden? What? I don't know what you expected. You bought a talking bag. I know. Gotta- I'm hearing so many voices recently. I, I need to take a breather. 
Uh, Wiz, who are you talking yeah, you, to? You guys do hear this. this oh, we hear voice. the bag talk? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. yeah. F- sorry. This is a uh, bag. Yep. That's me. Bag. Uh, you just put stuff in me. No, his, um, his name is, uh, I look at the tomb. What was the guy's name again? Uh, Brogity. Uh, this is Brogity. Baggity? You know, I like, uh, I like Baggity. baggity. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you going to get to take credit for my joke? I came up with that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not taking credit for it, but it is your name now. It's a talking bag of holding. I thought it was a cursed item, too, I swear. Uh, you know what? When you bought me, I didn't think you were going to take me to such creepy fucking places. Have you never been with an adventuring party before? Nah, nobody else was dumb enough to buy me. All right. <laughs> get ready to see some shit. Oh, as long as you feed me, I'm okay. Uh, Mr. Bagman, do you eat the baby? Uh, I'll eat a baby. Come <laughs> <laughs> give me a baby. I'll eat a baby. I kind of draw my hand axe and start walking slowly forward. <laughs> Look, he didn't say that he did eat babies. He said if you gave him a baby to eat, he would eat it because he's a polite dinner guest. I'm also a bag holding. You put stuff in me, I'll hold it for you. Babies, uh, not which babies. Means he wouldn't kill the baby. The baby would just die of suffocation. Mm. It wouldn't be Baggity's fault. He'd be an innocent bystander. Yeah, I ain't done nothing wrong in my entire life. Well, I don't believe that for a second, Baggity. <laughs> now, now that you've said it, Baggity, it seems I have more to doubt. Look, <laughs> you keep your past to yourself, I'll keep my past to yourself. Right on, sir. Okay. <laughs> I kind of close up the flap and latch it shut. That's uh, just odd. I got it on a great discount. I can see why. Okay. Um... All right. Anything else you want to fuck with in this tomb? Do I recognize the the braggity guy? You go over and you look at this statue again, and you stare at it for a little while, trying to see if the face rings any bells. Uh, and the face shifts in your direction and says, "Are oh, you staring at something?" Apparently, someone. I know I'm quite the fetching subject. Is he hallucinating, or can we all see it in here? <laughs> you can all hear this. What is happening? I apologize. I, I did not realize that you were awake. Uh, well, I, I wasn't until you lot came in here, started poking around the bones of this old place. Do you happen to know what happened to those people over there? He kind of peeks around the, the pillar trying to get a good look. It looks like they died. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> he lets out a hearty chuckle. Well, <laughs> how did you die? Oh, It's quite funny. You see, I was riding into battle and I had to take a massive shit. I went into the forest, and uh, one of my men came up and stabbed me in the butt. <laughs> well, it seems weird that they would build a whole crypt for you after being stabbed in the butt. You should just kind of leave a man with his pants down after that kind of situation. Dwarves have a twisted sense of humor if you ever met them. Ah. Why did he stab you in the butt? Yeah, please answer that question. Uh, I think it was mostly because I was turned around and... He thought it would be a good way to sneak up on me. <laughs> I'm so, so he died because of a joke? Uh, no, I don't think it was a joke. I think he was trying to kill me. Hence oh. why I died. C- keep up. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you had a twisted sense of humor. No, dwarves have a twisted sense of humor. Oh, it was somebody else. What? <laughs> 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 he looks around and says... Is this one okay? Uh, no, uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just always start just walking, on, like, walking away from this because 
statue's talking now. And he <laughs> doesn't know what he to says, think. Do I look like a dwarf to you? Are you Does not? he look Am like I? a dwarf to us? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I ain't got any flesh on me. Dwarves typically made of flesh. Oh, well, I mean, you're probably like a spirit so, or something, Wait, right? so you were all, you've always been a stoneman? Uh, since they called me, yeah. So you're not an actual person? Nope. Were you ever an actual person? Uh, I mean, I, I was based off a person. So you don't have memories of getting stabbed in the ass. You were just told that you were stabbed in the ass. What's the difference? <laughs> all right. That, that's not <laughs> philosophy uh, for one spelunking adventure. We're looking for a beholder. Oh, well, you're right, right on the wrong end of this fucking tunnel. <laughs> Do you think perhaps you could tell us where to go? No. <laughs> I've been stuck here my whole life. That's, that's fair. That's you my bad. Have you thought about getting up and walking away? Funny thing. And he, he turns to you. He says, Whoever carved me was fucking murdered before they could finish animating me. So were you supposed to be like a guardian or something for this place? Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. I am a guardian. <laughs> That's what I was put here for. Guarding the, the tombs. Do you imagine there are others like you, but more animated? Can rocks imagine? <laughs> Kako? Like, I, like did the did sheep? the person who made him uh, talk to him at all in the midst of creating him? Or I got lots of memories, or I guess stories, as this one so put it. But not here, as far as I know. I'm the only one of the stonekin that that exists, or partial stonekin anyway. Oh well, that is probably best. One of a kind, they say. God, it's been so long since I've had conversation. Those. <laughs> Fucks over there don't much talk these days. Uh, no, can't imagine. <laughs> Considering they're dead. They don't make good company that way. I'll tell you what. In the midst of murdering this beholder, he has many uh, people here who worship him or something. Uh, if you'd like, we could always like wrap some of them up and leave them here before we go. So you'd have people to talk to. I, I would appreciate that. I could use the company. Yes, yes. You're a good man for a fucking elf. Oh, okay. <laughs> what have I got for this guy? <laughs> Sorry, I meant no offense by it. You have to forgive me. My creators were a little superstitious about your kind, oh, considering yes. we were at war with them for thousands of years. Yes, superstitious, backwater, unintelligent. I would, I would definitely agree. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much experience with them, but the eight I know got themselves killed in a tunnel. <laughs> uh, Mr. Statue Man, you wouldn't happen to have seen any, like, important-looking gems around here, would you? Uh, gems, no. Or, uh, keystones. Oh, you're trying to unlock the door. Yes. Yeah, it's down there. Down where? He, like, gestures with his face down to the floor beneath him. Down there! Is it, like, under the floor, or is it in a cask, or, like... On the floor? It, it, it's under me. The oh. tunnel. There's a tunnel under you? Yes. <laughs> All right. Can one, of us make a, can one of us make a hole in the ground? Uh, oh, I wish you'd call over here. Can yeah, you... I was just thinking that. She could have <laughs> melted this guy. Uh, can you move? I have a better time with rape. <laughs> he, he, like, moves his face around. And says, That's about as much as I can do. Can I push the base of the statue? Can uh, we take his head? You want to push the base of the statue? Yeah, make a strength check. If, if 
feasibly, if we cut off the stone head, would he be okay? You have no way of knowing that. I have a PhD in stone biology. (laughs) I rolled an 18. Yeah, you push the stone and it begins to slide ever so slightly as if it's on some kind of track. Hey, y'all come push. I help. Yes, I I push. I help, but, you know, not a lot. Uh, yeah, with the with the four of you, oh, you don't need sorry. to roll anything. Uh, it moves pretty easily, but much to the protests of the uh, statue. I, whoa, be, be careful down there! Whoa, 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 whoa! And as it gets ah, to the end of the track, it starts to tip backwards. Oh, oh, oh! Well, I keep pushing it. Yeah, I keep pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you do, this statue topples over and smashes against the back wall to pieces. And at your feet is a staircase that descends down into darkness. But is his head still talking? Uh, you see, like, half of the head is still is still there. Aww. And he says, what the fuck was that for? Well, Undisturbed for thousands and thousands of years. You come around and fuck me up. You told us to go in the hole. I said no such thing. I said there was a hole. <laughs> I'm gonna, Do you want to come with us? pick up the piece of his head. No, I don't want to come. Ah, put me down. <laughs> No. Here, I open up my bag of holding. <laughs> well, that was what I was going to suggest. Throw it the bag of holding. Feed. Feed. No, don't put me in baggity. Oh, and Baggity's like, oh, man, I'm feasting today. <laughs> can you, I, I can buckle you... him back up quickly. <laughs> Wait, uh, Baggity, can you talk to Braggity? No. Why not? Do you talk with your intestines? I mean, sometimes. That's gross. <laughs> Y'all are, y'all are gross people. It's more of a hold it together, we're almost home. <laughs> gross. Well. Okay, so we kidnapped a stone statue. After we attempted to kill him. All right, I go down the stairs. Uh, yeah, you descend these stairs into darkness. I light a torch and then I go down the stairs. <laughs> you light a torch <laughs> off one of the sconces in this room. And you head down into this darkness and it is very dark. And you find yourself in a much larger tomb than the one above you. And as you bring this torch to light, it's a large circular burial ground with walls stacked with different casts um, that surround this whole room. And at the very center of it, with an almost ethereal light shining down on it, you see a stone cask that is covered in intricate carvings, but the top of it is cracked open and its lid is thrown to the side. And then behind it, you can see the large skeletal remains of a pair of two dire wolves that are mummified in their final resting places. Oh, and the floor is covered in about three inches of water. Do, do we see any undead? Nothing has, has made any moves at this moment. Do we, do we see the keystone? Not from where you're standing. You guys are just at the entrance of this room. These direwolves, are they within 10 feet of this uh, cask? Um, yeah, I'd say like they're both situated like as if they were watching over this cask. <clears throat> okay. Can I, uh, can I just preemptively cast Magic Circle on the cask? What does that do? Um, you create a 10-foot radius, 20-foot tall cylinder of magical energy centered on a point on the ground. That you can see within range, glowing runes appear wherever the sur- cylinder intersects with the floor or other surfaces. You can choose one of the one or more of the following types of creatures: celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. I'm going to pick everything but fey. Uh-huh. The circle affects the creature 
of the chosen type in the following ways. It can't willingly enter or leave the cylinder by non-magical means. If it tries to teleport, it has to succeed on a charisma throw. Okay. It has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets within or without the cylinder. Okay. And targets within the cylinder can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Okay. Yeah. You cast this magic circle over the center of this cask. It almost covers the entirety of like the raised platform that it's on. I'm going to step forward towards the casket and open it up. It's already open. It oh. looks like it's been like ripped apart in two pieces. Oh, can I peek inside? What does it look like? So you peek inside this casket and it's very dark, but as you do, it's empty. There's nothing in this Not casket. Even remains? No remains. With the exception of some sort of cloth-bound rectangle. Oh, I picked that up. Yeah, you pick this cloth-bound thing up and unravel it. As you do, it is a stone carving, uh, almost like a plaque, of a beholder that is drenched in sunlight, being worshipped by thousands of dwarves. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like a... A mini mural or something. Kind of. Based on everything you've learned, this is probably one of the keystones that you were told about. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and as you grasp this in the light, it reflects off this light that is shining from the ceiling from seemingly nowhere. And you hear the stairs that led down here begin to slowly rise up. Uh... Oh. Oh, shit. Um, these dire wolves begin to crack and animate as they come to life and roar in your direction, their eyes filled with a green fire that, as they roar at you, fills their ribcage and covers their bodies in this green flame. Well, uh, shit. I back up. And then these, these casts alongside the wall, you hear banging as if something is trying to get out of the inside of these entombed areas. <clears throat> How many caskets are in here? Hundreds. And as one of these creatures punches out of the casket, water begins to pour into this room from inside these caskets. 